0: Good morning,
1: everybody. Right.
0: Okay,
2: we this got Friday, September fourteenth, and nine a.m. here on the East Coast of the United States, and out there, I think that's Rich on the other end there. It must be what six o'clock in the morning out there, brother.
3: Yeah, yeah, I got my first cup right here, ready to go. And, All right. Uh, let's get the let's get going with the show. <laughs> yeah, this is Rich. Right. Uh Robert asked me to host today. Uh, he asked me yesterday i'm not sure why uh so here i am i, I got i got no itinerary so it's going to be well, pretty what much what what do we it.
2: know any new stuff about the billboard out there
3: no no the uh that 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 whole thing is just just kind of gone into stagnation i i i, I really think that uh nobody cares that much, you know, that uh, exactly. they, I, I, I really, I'm, I'm starting to get the idea the liberals have so milked that, that cow
2: dry, that uh, it, it has just lost all of its flavor, you know, so. Exactly, I'm, I mean, how far, how far can they go with the wild claims they make, nothing to back up anything they're talking about, how in the heck would you give everybody in the United States free education? Why don't we disband the military because we don't need it anymore? Because if you want to invade the United States, all you have to do is come in as an illegal alien. And you don't have to have any arms industry or anything. Just get all your folks together and just move on in. And immigration wouldn't be able to take care of it. And of course, nobody would want to hurt any poor immigrant or asylum seeker that didn't have any place to go. You know, this is how ridiculous all this stuff that we're hearing. What a bunch of malarkey! It's all lies. It's all. It's all like spun tales. It's not just fake news. It's tales that they make out of nowhere. The Gulf of Tonkin. Oh, my God. If we don't do something in North Korea, the world's going to collapse. Oh, my God. You know, give me a break. This is, I can't buy into this political hogwash anymore. You know, I have some suggestions I want to make uh, later on to you, Rich, and, and some other people who are listeners on the show. It's kind of like that to be like a a big coordinated thing uh, um, you know, uh, what would you call a conference call? And, you know, before I uh, say anything publicly for the whole world, anybody that's listening right now to hear, I want to touch base with several people and see which would be the best way to go about uh, this idea that I have. that You know, the organizational situation is, is going to be very critical. And as I said yesterday and the past couple of days, I guess, that the primary concern for me right now is to get, Ramos and Goodwin and Borden and I forget the guy the last guy's name get him out of jail get get do do what we have to do to get him out of jail and everybody that's called me with with ideas and and uh, to particular issues that they're interested in let's direct that interest that you have whether it be a letter writing campaign or calling into your state rep or handing out literature. or or taking videography classes and do some really kick-ass video, whatever it is, people should form these groups, and we can all work together to get these guys out of jail. Because, you know, the the timeline, what we're doing now is we're trying to put the timeline together. And does anybody know exactly what time the parking garage fight started? Does anybody know exactly what time... Rich. Oh, yeah, now I'm unmuted. You know, that's what we need. Anybody that has any of that information, contact us, you know, so we can find out what we can do to. This trial wasn't about uh, a single incident in a parking garage between a few Antifa and a few, uh, you know, statue protesters. That's not what that that whole incident was about. That was one minor point in the whole picture of things. It all started at about 11 o'clock in the morning. I, I got to the park at 11.30. The flight had already begun on the street. I trying to get into the park from the side, to not to go through all the solid wall of Antifa, And all the people now running out of the backside of the park, this is about 1130 in the morning, saying it's been called a state of emergency and we have to leave or we're going to go, we're going to get arrested, we have to go to McIntyre Park. Well, so I went to McIntyre Park only to find out. So that would have been maybe got to McIntyre Park around noon time. And then milled around there at McIntyre Park until probably 1230, maybe 1 o'clock. It's kind of fuzzy on timing. But I'd say I was back at the parking garage by 1.30 and got my vehicle to go back and pick up the, the people that I personally knew. And by the time that I had gotten... Oh, made, made a turn down a street where a wall of Antifa were coming up, just like fields at the base. Fortunately, I, was, I had nobody behind me. So I was able to back up and get away. And, and then I would say by 2 o'clock in the afternoon probably everything would have taken place. But I don't know because I wasn't at those locations. I wasn't where Fields, uh, you know, it, it had the, the accident. I wasn't at the parking garage during the fight. I think that happened after I left. So really anybody that has any pictures, any commentary, any news stories, anything that can show to the legal system, whoever we have to approach, that we can show to the legal system say, wait a minute, this, this thing is not just about a fight between a half a dozen people or so. This thing is about people that had a permit wanting to do a peaceful protest in a park are confronted by sc- screaming, angry, nasty people, throwing all sorts of contaminants into the people that were just wanting to make a point that they didn't want their history erased. And then that results in that big fight the trip down to McIntyre Park. And from the best of my knowledge, I find out after the fact, nobody ever remembers hearing any official saying, you need to leave here and go to McIntyre Park. That was a rumor. So rumors drove a lot of this. Now, in all, all this time, some of the people walked from Lee Park and I think a block towards their left as they were facing the street and then trying to go around and up the hill and then down another street to get to the parking garage. And all the time surrounded by angry mobs throwing stuff, threatening things, swinging sticks, yelling, everything possible. They have no interest in the parking garage whatsoever. They don't have their cars there. The guys that we know were going to get their cars. That's what they were going there for. They were obeying the lawful, well, maybe unlawful orders of the police that told them that they had to leave. They were going to get their car, and then they were going to leave. These other people had no interest in the parking garage at all. They only had an interest in attacking the people that did have their vehicles in the parking garage. This is is all part and parcel of this whole thing. There is no way that the four young men that were involved in the fight in the parking garage were calm and peaceful and thoughtful, and they were not and they were not influenced by external forces that would trigger a response? Of course they were. Of course they weren't of calm mind. They just ran the gauntlet, maybe a half a mile worth of gauntlet that they ran. And now they're going to go into the parking garage, they see some old guy get clumped over the head, and they run to his defense. And the judge, oh, they worked in concert. Just like if somebody gets stuck in the snow and four people jump down off the sidewalk and help push the guy out, they worked in concert. No. No, that's not true. What about the fact that the four people that were on the side of the road when the guy got stuck in the snow all acted independently to get the guy out of the snow, regardless of what the other three people did? Same thing happened in Charlottesville. They didn't all somehow have a magical mystery bond and go and attack these poor young black kid with the intent of permanently damaging, maiming, injuring, or killing him. They didn't go there for that. That was what they had to prove in court. They did not prove that in court. The judge used judicial activism to to abdicate his responsibility as the judge and at the same time assume the position of assisting the prosecutor. Come on. We need to, you know what I'm saying, let's get some volunteers here. Anybody that can clips, video, single pictures of the aggressiveness of the Antifa and the passiveness, you know, somewhat resistant, you know, retreat, organized retreat of our people, we need that information. And we need to know where it, and at what time all these events took place so we can put together this spiderweb of uh, fact and use it as defense. I'm not even sure if Fields has been tried yet. I don't think he has. But if we, we should have been doing this before. Yeah, I kind of blame myself, but we didn't. But now, if Fields has not been tried, we need to get this timeline together for him because if he can be found not guilty, that helps Jacob and Ramos and Borden and the other young man that was in the parking garage incident. So whoever can help, uh, Al from Alabama, uh, Daryl, Patrick, you know, anybody that can help with these... uh, Legal research, I mean, I, I spent a few hours up in the uh, law library up there in Virginia re- doing some research to find out what exactly is malicious wounding, what does it mean, how many people have been convicted, what's the normal sentence, uh, y- You know, what were the circumstances of each of the trials, that kind of stuff may need to, to be researched. But usually you'll have test cases that are pretty prominently listed in, in the, the statutes uh, book I mean it 's kind of like statutes annotated would be in Illinois or Florida, and it, it gives you the cases that were uh, tried under this statute and to show you what was and wasn't judicially acceptable in these particular trials like for personally uh, Robertson versus the Commonwealth is from two thousand, and clearly uh, there was no case to be made under this statute based on the, what happened with, with Robertson versus Commonwealth. So now we need to do more research into that Robertson versus Commonwealth case to get to to what we can use to untangle this mess that's been woven by these people that are absolute. How many people in Charlottesville, the two-square-mile area, voted for Hillary Clinton? How many voted for Donald Trump? How many didn't vote at all? Well, that can give you some judgment of the mindset of the people that live in that two-square-mile area. And then it can show bias on the part of that community. There's all kinds of ways that this case can be undone, but it's certainly not just worrying about what happened in the parking garage. It's all about the whole story from eleven o'clock in the morning until after the fight ended and everybody left. So, all right, that's my rant for today. And uh, is Doctor Hill with us today, buddy champ?
3: I don't think so. I don't. I don't see him here in the queue.
2: Okay. Take another. So any take other. Take another. Any other. Go ahead. Hello.
3: Oh yeah, Doctor Hill is here. Uh, let me. Take it. I'll just. All our. I said Doctor Hill is here. I'm going to unmute
4: him.
2: Oh, okay. There you go.
4: Yeah. Good morning, folks. Good morning, folks. Yeah. Hey, good morning, Doctor Hill. You guys going to be up around here tomorrow, right? Uh. Well, yeah. Some of our folks will. I won't be there personally, but. Uh, Tom Pierce and some of our Tennessee folks will be there, uh, protesting the uh, what we call the Fag Fest uh, there in the Tri Cities area of John- Johnson City and Bristol and Kingsport. Uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll have a we'll have a presence there. You know, unfortunately, I, I got a, a rush job I have to do on the weekend.
2: It's, uh, I'm already late and. But I'm going to be up there on the 29th. That's for sure. You can count on me for that.
4: Uh, and, yes, uh, sir. We, uh, we've we still got that. That's a little bit in flux right now. But uh, for, for now, it's a go. Uh, we'll see what the authorities have to say about uh, providing security and how much that's going to cost us, uh, and then we'll make our decision. But uh, I want to tell everybody to keep an eye on the league website, leagueofthesouth.com, and... Uh, We'll be making an announcement, but right now we're still on for Sycamore Shoals State Park at nine o'clock in the morning on Saturday, the 29th of September. So well, let me grab your you, Confederate wait, I, battle flag and be there. I got a question on that. Specifically,
2: they said what it's going to cost us for security.
4: Uh, yes, absolutely, absolutely, okay. sir. S- suppose uh, let me, we're not going to anything. Yeah. Uh, well, listen. Let me tell you what's going on here back in uh mid june i saw something called the uh nationalist uh, solution symposium just right outside of Nashville at Montgomery bell state park another tennessee state park and this was put on by the uh uh a couple of organizations a council of conservative citizens uh a three p maybe yeah a- absolutely uh and the, now, I, I don't know this to be a fact, what I'm told, that uh, it cost them somewhere around 20,000 uh, dollars to pay for the security to keep antiFA and Black Lives Matter at bay. They, they were allowed to come in park into a protest area, and we were uh, subject to all kinds of searches going in and out of the uh, facility there. And I was told that it cost the the people that put that on some $20,000 in security. And I also was told, and I won't call the name of this organization, but they have been having their annual uh, conference at Montgomery Bell State Park uh, for the last, oh what, six or seven years maybe, without uh, without any cost to themselves other than what the actual renting the facility cost. But now I was told by this person, the leader of this group, that uh now the state of Tennessee was asking them eight for eighty thousand dollars up front to pay for security. Now, uh this guy has no reason to lie to me about that. Uh he's he's a you know, trustworthy, truthful truthful man. And we now are facing the prospect of getting uh uh, a bill, well, not a bill, but a, 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 you know, getting the the uh, cost put before us of how much it's going to uh, take for us to get security at a Tennessee state park, so we can have an event to uh, you know exercise our right to free assembly and free speech. Well, look, free assembly and free speech ought not to cost you anything. If if our free speech and free assembly can be uh subject to uh such cost, taxation taxation yeah, yeah exactly if if anti fine black lives matter the communist and anarchist can simply say well we're going to show up and cause trouble and then the tennessee state authorities say well you've got to have security and you got to pay an exorbitant price for it they basically have shut down our right to free speech and free assembly our tennessee state chairman tom Pierce is is talking to these people right now we have a lawyer engaged in it, and we're waiting to see how much they're going to try to charge us to use Sycamore Show State Park over and above what we paid just to rent the pavilions that we already have there. They're going to uh, be giving us a bill for uh, security, and just if the well, bill, it, what, if what the bill is, uh, if the bill it, is what home. I think it's going to be, Father Francis, we're yeah. just going to simply tell them to go to hell. We, we're not right. paying this. To exercise our right to freely assemble and speak freely, and we've got a plan B and a plan C already uh, there you go, being worked up, and that's why I'm telling people to keep an eye on our website, leagueofthesouth.com, for announcements about this, because we will not be held hostage by the state of Tennessee uh, for a huge bill for security uh, for trying to exercise our rights to, to, to meet publicly and, and speak freely, so...
2: Well, let me ask you this question. Could we hire a private security firm for us, money?
4: No, they, they won't let you do that. They've got to have their own security, so they will be uh, satisfied that everything gets done right. You know? Yeah, you see, this is the problem that we're experiencing right here. These people are let to run
2: wild. None of them go to jail. None of them get. They go in the court, they disrupt the whole court proceedings like they did a month or so ago. Intimidating the jurors, screaming over the testimony of witnesses, not let the witnesses be heard, carrying banners, all pro-communist banners, into the courtroom, and that was allowed to happen. The testimony of police officers and firemen who witnessed the beating of people that were Trump supporters was over drowned out by the screaming and yelling of Antifa, and the jurors voted not guilty. How in the heck?
4: You know, this is what we're being confronted with. It's time to take a stand on this stuff. I'll tell you that right now. Well, it is, and that's why we've got an attorney. We have an attorney uh, that's that's weighed in on this for us. But, you know, the state of Tennessee may be able to do this to us temporarily uh, until we can uh, actually file a suit to get this straightened out in court. They may be able to hit us with a bill that we can't pay and we won't pay. I mean, we simply will not use the park. Uh, if, if they say, you know, you got this huge bill for, for security, we must provide for you. Well, look, if I was on the other side, if I was Antifa or Black Lives Matter, and I found out that anybody I opposed was going to do a public event, the first thing I would do is threaten to show up and riot and and disrupt it so that they would have to pay these exorbitant costs for security. And that would basically mean, you know no event, because most groups simply cannot afford to pay you know fifty thousand eighty thousand even twenty thousand dollars for security for one day you know, so you can go out and enjoy a public park, wave your flags, carry your banners, give some speeches, enjoy the company of your fellow uh you know southerners and 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 white nationalists. And, 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 you know, just be able to do the things that a free people normally do. Assemble and speak freely. Hey, now, I, everybody out there can,
2: you, are you not outraged? I'm outraged to think that this would even come up. Uh, that's an outrage. And no, I say, exactly you, we're going anyway. We don't need to hey. rent the millions. We don't need to get a permit. We're going into the park in the common area of the park, and we're going to have our thing. And if you can't control the crowd, then maybe we can't. Good this morning, Frank. No yeah, way. but morning, Frank. You Frank you that the, the,
4: the law enforcement is not going to let us go in there and confront uh, anti fine and Black Lives Matter. They are simply not going to let that happen. Uh, oh, so are
2: they going to have to pay a fee to, for their protection?
4: in uh, black Lives Matter. I have no. Of course they're not because they're not the ones that have applied to use the park. They're not okay. going to have to pay. They won't have to pay anything. So I'm
2: going as a person that didn't apply to use the park, and I'm going to go hang out where the, where Tom Pierce
4: is at. Yeah. Well, we should so, be able to do that. You know, we should exactly. be able to and do that, that sir. I, no way. Hey guys, I, nobody should real. pay a penny. Nobody should pay a penny for security up there. nobody no the, all, all we need to pay is what it cost us what it would cost anybody, us or anyone else to rent the pavilions exactly. at the park where we wanted to have our gathering and that's all we intend to pay. That's all we are going to pay for Mom, are you here no ahead, you're no, on you're music. on red. Go ahead, red. Okay, well, I was going to say, why in the hell do we need the, the police or
5: the
6: cops protection? We don't need their damn cop protection anyway.
4: No, we don't need them, but they think we do, and that's their policy. They think that we need their protection. Uh, if they would simply leave us alone, we could protect ourselves. Exactly it's just like right. Frank said it's been saying for many years, the police are, in our, are nothing but in our way anyhow. Well, in, in that the, all, they do, all All they do is protect the communists. In this case, that that is absolutely right. They are they are there to extort ex, extort rather uh, a huge amount of money from us for protection. It's a racket. It's a damn protection racket. It's what it is.
2: All right, well, well. I
4: can't believe Tennessee's getting soft like this. Yeah, me
2: well, neither. You, well, I look,
4: can't look, believe here, it Look, here's what's happened over the last ten years or so. Somebody figured out rightly so that that the state of Tennessee could not discriminate on political views uh against one group or the other. So if you applied to use a state park and you were a right-wing organization, they could not turn you down because of your political beliefs. And that that was we took advantage of that. I mean, I've been to probably a dozen functions in the last 10 years. That were held at a Tennessee state park by by a right wing organization because of this, because we could not be turned down, and now they're trying to figure out a way to turn us down, and that is to to make it cost prohibitive for us to pay for security when somebody else threatens to come and uh, disrupt our our events. Now you tell me that thing right about that.
1: That sounds
3: that right. is all is backwards
4: hell. to me. It's ass backwards. Yeah, it is. It's completely backwards. We we're, we we don't need their protection, and we're not the ones calling for the communists to come and protest against us anyhow. No, absolutely not. But uh, this is the their communists. excuse. This is their excuse. Well, you know, there's a threat here, and you've got to have protection. Uh, and you can't you can't you can't provide your own protection because. Uh, you know, you you're, you you don't know how to do that. You know, somebody somebody professional needs to be out there to keep you two groups apart. Professional. The damn cop, I tell you. Well,
2: this, this do is... Do they this share is, the cost of the protection? Does Antifa and BLM, do counter-protesters, share
4: the cost? No. Hell no, they don't. They just show up and no. disrupt everything and walk away scot-free. Mm-hmm. I say we don't pay one single penny and we switch parks and don't even let them know where it is till the last minute, and we just do it without any protection whatsoever. We're not paying any protection money for this. I've already instructed our Tennessee State Chairman, if he's given a bill for any of this, just to tell him to go to hell. We ain't paying it. Mm-hmm. That's right.
2: Like I said, that's for me. that the uh, Sycamore Shoals is a, a great symbolism to me. That's the first place I ever met Tom Pierce. Yeah,
4: that's what many you years said. ago. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how this works out. Uh, for for now, we're st- well, you know for now it's still a go at Sycamore Show State Park. As I said, nine o'clock in the morning, uh, Saturday the twenty ninth of September. Come there and bring a Confederate battle flag and uh, show your Southern pride. Mm hmm.
2: Any public space is a place where we could go.
3: We got we got Paula on the line here. I don't know if she wants to say anything or not. I got her unmuted.
4: And, hey, good uh,
7: morning, Father Francis. Good morning, Dr. Hill.
4: Good morning, Paula.
7: Hey, I am really fired up about this Tennessee thing. Antifa is so far out of control with the threats. They are putting out a film every few hours about League of the South members and how they're going to come after us and calling or anybody they can get to come out there and fight against us. And now hearing about this uh, possible bill from Tennessee, this is outrageous. Yes, it is. We have to push back. We have to push back. I'm tired of this.
2: Absolutely. This is unacceptable. What's this bill in Tennessee that you're talking
4: about?
7: Well, the possible oh, the, bill for security.
4: Yeah, just, just the bill that they want to hit us with for, for their security. Oh, a bill, not a bill in the
1: Senate
2: Yeah, in the house yeah
4: that's right, a a bill of payment. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no payment. Well, no, there's we not going to be any it. payment. Hey, let you me guarantee you up. this. There's not going to be any payment for us for security. And secondly, we're going to be there in, in northeast Tennessee on Saturday, September the 29th, to have a public demonstration, period, God willing, of course.
7: Hey, I'm going
4: to be there. Well, I hope a whole bunch of people will be there, Paula. I certainly do.
7: I'm tired of it. I look at that Jam City Antifa is really pushing their luck.
4: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they've they've uh, they've begun to try to uh, push, push do a little pushback at us. So uh, we'll see.
7: Oh, we'll see. big time, big time. Yeah. But well, we'll see you Saturday the twenty
4: ninth. All right. You take care.
7: Uh huh.
2: Bye. Now, even Bye. if this thing doesn't take place in the we'll Sycamore the- the- Shoals. We're, this is still a great opportunity to get together as a group and discuss our future plans and which way we're going to go here. Because oh, absolutely. For this thing to happen, this thing needs to be confronted head on. And, and if, if we have to do protests, uh, counter-protest Antifa, where are they having their meetings? Why aren't we in their buildings? Why aren't we in front of their places? Why aren't we, you know, calling up the hotel and telling them you're, you're, you're hosting communists, you're hosting people that are for tyrannical government? That's, that's
4: what these people
2: are.
4: Well, see, these people don't have any any positive events of their own. They just show up to uh, disrupt other people's events or tear down their statues and monuments. That's all they do is something destructive like that. They never have anything positive that they do. Yeah, and, it's, and it seems that no matter what they do, they don't get found guilty of anything. They can do whatever well, the hell true. they want. I mean they, they they do they do all these things and I'll give them credit for this they do all these things in very friendly jurisdictions you know like Charlottesville and Chapel Hill and uh Duke Durham uh you know all all the places where you have these liberal uh, police chiefs and judges and administrators and things such as that I I just can't believe this I can't believe this
1: this.
3: We've got another Rich here Uh, I just unmuted I don't know if he's got a question or a comment All right Hello Rich you want to say something
2: Yes uh, I have a question for that Um, um, What about if uh, You know you you pay the security thing You're 10 minutes into the event And then they try to close it down Because
4: (laughs) it's We've seen that before Yeah, we've seen that happen before.
2: Sounds like a setup to me.
4: Uh, It sounds like very much a setup, sir, and we're not going to play that game.
2: uh, One more question. Dr. Hill, how do I get a
4: a signed Dr. Hill League of the South flag for my collection? (laughs) Uh, Go on to our website, which is leagueofthesouth.com. Find my contact information and email me, and I will tell you, sir, exactly how to do that.
2: Thank you so much.
4: Yes, I sir. really appreciate it. Yes, Thank sir. Thank you. Have Thank a
2: good you. One. you too. We're we going to see you here in Tennessee. I guess he's off already.
5: Hello.
3: Okay, we Hello. got got uh, Lieutenant Dan from Colorado here waiting. Uh, i right. unmute. I'm going to uh, unmute him.
5: All
6: right.
3: At least I think I'm going to try and there we go. Morning guys. Le- Good morning. morning Lieutenant Dan.
6: So, um I was surfing the net before I got on with you guys, you know, and I saw two people recreating World War Two history and calling nationalists Nazis and it just really bugs me. And um yesterday I called uh some of my centers I'm gonna continue. I call all their locations a red pill their staff Tell them to go on Alex Jones' website and watch a video of a thousand, and I use the phrase, Mexa-Nazis invading us for Liebestrom, and to reclaim uh, what World War II is a – hello? Yeah, well, you're here. Go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I got disconnected. So anyways, uh, I think you guys would feel like that's a gimmick, and it's not really uh, good to use the phrase Mexa-Nazi, and – Um, But it's 100% accurate from a World War II's point of view. Uh, They didn't go to war about anything to do with the philosophies of national socialism or Buddhism. The only thing that upset them, that's all, was that the Buddhists invaded us, and the Nazis invaded Poland and Eastern Europe, and the Muslims invaded uh, the Soviet Union. And can't we think of other people doing that right now? Well, let's take the Muslim Nazis invading Europe. How about the Negro Nazis invading Europe or the Mexi-Nazis invading the United States or Liebestrom? And that's why I don't feel like it's a cheap gimmick at all or trite or anything like that. I, I, I do believe you guys would feel totally dishonest, and I can understand to call, use that word Nazi. To you, Nazi has 25 levels of uh, entry and all of these protocols, and uh, for the younger guys out there that are just get involved in this, especially if you didn't grow up on the TV, I really think this is the direction we need to go. We need to start calling the people that are against us Nazis, racist effing Nazis, and it's about time we dox uh, people for being Nazis. Let's dox the Forrest Gump generation, because this version of history was what the 60s television taught us in the 60s. And we were young and innocent and we swallowed it like a box of chocolates and we went along with it like a feather in the wind. And so all these guys like that grew up on TV like Michael Moore and Jim Carrey and Mitt Romney and John Kasich and all these guys that think diversity is what America's about they're actually racist Nazis and they are the gumpers. They really literally made a movie about these idiots and how they will swallow anything. They're just dumbass obedience. And we need to dox that generation, the TV educated generation. They're the ones who are racist Nazis, and I cannot wait till TV is
4: totally gone. But, anyways,
6: any comments?
4: <laughs> well, TV needs to be gone, sir. TV needs to be gone. Everybody needs to throw that uh, infernal box out of their houses and read books and. Communicate, talk with each other and uh instead of being sitting in front of that 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 open sewer into one's house that that uh, you know box that that tells lies to us, and everybody would be much better off, so uh, I certainly agree with you about that.
5: Hey, uh,
3: okay, we got Patrick here,
5: yeah, Hello, um, Pat- I would say take it head on. You're playing into the you get like a, you know the uh, somebody's uh, trademark you know it programs in there and you start mentioning this it pops up in your head Nazi knocky. they don't know anything but what they remember from what they seen flash on the television set you need to quit using their stuff that's what they use to tear us down they set up this you know this uh uh, 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 uh idea. Of what they say we are, we were never like that. We were, we were eco, uh, we were into ecology, uh, for, and uh, we we only interested in our own people and everything else is just a lie. You know, you want to do something. You know, try to dispel all the damage that you know they've done. You know, through this television, through all the media. You know, they they they're built up this this you know this uh, trademark of the Nazis the way they wanted it. Movie after movie. You know, so I, I, I just don't think that's the way to go. You need to explain to them what really happened. When we were attacked. We spent, out, we spent out 30, went over to England trying to get a peace treaty. They locked him up. They would not listen to it. Churchill wouldn't listen to it. 30 attempts to try for peace. They wouldn't have it. They had, they were, they had hell-bent. These Jews were hell-bent on, on war. They, uh, they They stole us happened in World War one they, they, they needed they needed to protect uh, Russia up there uh, to worry about the Japanese. they' worried about anybody coming in because they had their claws into it already with the Bolshevik Revolution and that's what really happened, and I yield
4: well here, here's all I've got to say about that. Uh, World War Two is a watershed event uh, in in our history uh, in the history of of the West. United States history, European history, of course, world history. Um, I just encourage people to study it. Study it with an open mind. Uh, read the documents. Read, read the, the historical documents. Don't necessarily read the court historians. They're going to tell you the, the story that the establishment wants you to hear. Uh, read historians like David Irving, uh, an Englishman, a uh, wonderful historian. Uh, read his uh, book called Hitler's War. If you really want to know the truth about World War II, read Hitler's War. He's got a three-volume set called Churchill's War. Buy those and read them. I, I, I encourage you to do that. Study. Make up your own mind about these things. Uh, you know, uh, it's an extremely important event uh, in in our history. It's one that has shaped the world over the last eighty years and it's one we all need to know about. And let me me say this, just like as a Southerner, I realized that when the Confederacy was defeated in 1865, that our opponents would write the history of that war. When the Axis powers were defeated in 1945, everybody knew that the victors in that war, particularly the Jews, would write the history of it. And you never get an accurate history from the victors. I don't care who they are, they're always going to slant things uh, to their benefit. They're always going to be uh, the forces of light and the enemy, the defeated enemy will be the forces of darkness. That's just the way it's portrayed. That is usually never the truth. So do your own research. Read good historians like David Irving, and there, there are others out there too. Read the primary documents. Read the memoirs. Uh, a lot of the memoirs of the people who fought on on all sides in World War II, and get Break yourself your an idea, get yourself an education, and make up your own mind about what this conflict was about. So uh, don't let any, don't don't let anybody just force feed you. You know, don't watch movies like Schindler's List, which is completely fabricated, uh, and realize the difference between propaganda and real history. So
6: may I?
5: sure Just, uh, uh, one more thing. you see these cops are being trained by the uh, uh israeli uh, 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 Sika, or the i'm uh, going call it uh, 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 israeli police there's a there's a there's an idea, idea, the idea are they're, they're being trained how to do uh response shooting. They see They see, They see. see an event somebody, you know, say, hey, oh, i got a permit. Here's my gun. The guy says, oh, God, put the gun down. Bow, 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 bow. It's programmed. They're being programmed to be completely just reactive. And, and, what, what, and so you can't play into any of their, uh, you know, programming. And uh, I'm getting a hell of an echo here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let you all go.
4: Yeah. I don't know what that problem was, but I did hear the echo too. Echo too. I hear it on mm-hmm.
2: me. Let's well, nobody
4: ever said this was going to be a perfect
2: arrangement. We're doing the best we can, but uh, again, we they, this is an outrage. Just the fact that they expect us to pay for our own protection after we're paying them tax money. Come on, give us a break, man. You know, you get you know in, in Tennessee, you you're going to give 25% of no matter how much you make. If you're working to, as a, a burger flipper in, in McDonald's or a checkout girl in the Walmart, you're going to pay 25% of your income to the government. 15.2% is going to the federal government in Social Security contributions, which is a tax, and 10% is going to go to the Tennessee in sales tax when you buy something with what you earn. So this system is, is bleeding us dry. We need a new system. That's, that's what I'm all about. I'm, with, I'm about a new system. This yeah, has to exactly. We need a security force, a licensed security force that we can hire to come and protect us. If it comes to us paying for our own protection,
4: we can do that, but we don't need you. Yeah, when we you don't want, even need a licensed security force to hire. We have our own internal security it's right. But they 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 won't recognize that as legitimate because they they can't tax it or charge it anything, you know.
5: Exactly.
4: <laughs> and they 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 say, "Well, we're the experts, we're the ones who have the authority here. We're the ones that you have to employ." Uh well, you know, free men have always provided for their own defense, you know. When when I um, lock my doors at night, go to bed, I'm responsible for the security of my house and my family. Uh, You know, if if something happens and I have to call the cops, how long is it going to be before they show up? You know, (laughs) it could be 10 or 15 minutes. A lot can happen in 10 or 15 minutes. Man, I'm responsible for my protection uh, at at all times. And that applies to groups as well. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we walk into a public park like that, that we paid to use we paid for the you know for the pavilions for the day, we walk in there, and if somebody threatens us, we have every right i don 't care if it 's private land or public land, we have every right to defend ourselves and to use whatever level of force is necessary to defend our lives and property and we do not or should not have to worry about these threats and about paying. The state of Tennessee an exorbitant fee to protect us when we, as free men and women, have every right to protect ourselves. Uh, this is extortion. Uh, it's a it, it's a protection racket, and we're we you know we're, we're going to probably end up challenging it in court.
3: Okay, uh, we've got Nightingale has been waiting very patiently in the yes. wings here. Right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna unmute Nightingale right now.
1: Thank you. Good morning, gentlemen. Good
4: morning. Good morning.
1: <laughs> I was in a very good mood until Colorado Dan called and wasted like ten minutes of your time. <laughs> I, Dr. Hill is a very patient man, but I wish, <laughs> I wish Rich or whoever is there, Robert, would. <coughs> Not take those calls anymore.
4: <laughs> yes, I understand. I understand. Anyway,
1: ma'am. uh yeah, I don't think she's legit. Sorry. Anyway, yeah. Do you guys have any problems? <laughs> anyway, sorry. I'm just putting you in a bad mood. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I get Hey, get anyway, yourself in I a good have, mood. Had
1: a lot get yourself of in a good
4: mood. It's <laughs> Friday.
1: <laughs> yes, I had a lot of interesting things to share, but you know, I don't want to deviate from the a conversation right now and uh This is horrible, um, what they want to do to extortion. I had an idea as you were speaking, perhaps um, you could have some other groups coming in the park at the same time, and if these Antifa um, start showing up, these groups could be calling the police. I mean, they're they're supposed to protect the the peace-loving, the people, regardless. They don't have to extort money from you, like maybe... um, I don't know who, but maybe a, a ladies' club or some kind of charity or, you know, something with children, a charter sure. school or something, so they'll be meeting at the same time. You know, there's always a way to go to be, Oh, yeah.
4: You know, yeah, we're people. looking into that. But,
1: yeah, I think that's a good idea. So it's mm-hmm. not just you, it's other people. And then they show up and, good Lord, suppose, uh, I can imagine if I were there with, you know, with a ladies group or something and uh, these people start showing up, I'll call the police. We would all call the police. Let's call them right away. Hey, we're seeing Of course. And Absolutely. especially if it was if it was women or, or there were some children around. They're bound to but they have to protect you.
4: Of and course they do. And they can't charge yeah. you for it.
1: Exactly. So um anyway that that's just a quick thing that popped into my mind and
4: Yes, yeah, we've we've this considered this we've considered such
1: Oh, right. Oh, okay. I'm sure you have a lot of other ideas then.
4: (laughs) Some. (laughs) I don't know how legitimate some of them are, but we
1: we try to look at all angles of these things. (laughs) Well, I had one um, very um, beautiful, white, uh, glorious tale, as the golden one would say. Uh, Apparently, the Dalai Lama, if you guys haven't heard, uh, spoke out in defense of Europe.
4: Yes, I heard that. said, Europe is for Europeans.
1: Exactly about. Wow, time. what a
4: novel concept!
1: Exactly, isn't that wonderful? It is. Yeah, we could just have a we could just have the pope say something like that, but I don't follow the pope. <laughs> don't hold
4: up. your breath.
1: And, is he a communist then? Uh,
4: apparently so, and among other things.
1: <laughs> right,
4: but, right. Uh, uh, the interior minister uh, Salvini uh, in Italy. Also had a good quote. He said, uh, "You know, Italy is for Italians. It's not for Africans." And of right. course, the left is just beside themselves because of his supposed racism. But uh, the right, Italian right. people, the Italian right, right. people, have rallied to his side. Yes, Italy is for Italians. It's not for Africans. That's so right. uh, yeah, we, we, we've got some people who are willing to speak yeah. the truth.
1: Yes, I know, but you have somebody, someone like the Dalai Lama. You
4: know. That's yeah. What's really. What's
1: we have to have um, now. I know, Dr. Hill, you're very strong in your Christian faith. I just heard someone. Uh, I heard him before on Dr. Duke's show, just like a couple of days ago, by the name of Blake Sawyer. If you could have uh, people like that, isn't there a way to um, to speak to the churches with some kind of? I don't know. Get in there and don't you have a? I don't. Sorry, I don't go to church. I'm a pagan at heart. <laughs> And, well, uh,
4: let, that you, that's a good point you raise. But let me tell you, the, the churches don't want to hear this message. The churches, for the most part, have sold out to the, what we call the world, the flesh, and the devil. Uh, they don't well, want to I hear this. I
1: understand that. I understand that. But couldn't you start making inroads? Like, what, don't they have like guest speakers any time? They,
4: they they do, but you know? it, they would never invite somebody like Mr. Sawyer or me. Uh, to come and speak to them because we're going to lay out the truth. We're going to lay out the truth from a biblical perspective, and we're going to lay out the truth from a just rational perspective about our people and civilization, and they do not want to hear that. But uh, there must
1: be a way to begin. There must be – I don't know how the organization, church organization works, but there must be some way to to begin, you know, and, and uh, you know, that's one of the biggest problems, problems because – Especially the Catholic Church. I I know that because um, you know I'm, I I lived somewhere else, right? And uh, the Catholic people always knew that who were the enemy was who crucified Christ.
4: Sure, and, absolutely. Uh, that
1: all changed. That all that is all part of the conversation you were just having a while ago about World War Two, and they changed. They even changed that Vatican Two or whatever, you know.
4: Well, yes, that's why I always say that the Jew was a big winner in World War II because the truth about him uh, was expunged from the history books, and we began to see the post-World War II Jew as uh, a helpless, hapless victim uh, of of, Gentile and and, in particular Christian uh, persecution. Uh, nothing could be further from the truth i mean the picture has been turned completely upside down and the churches have bought into that uh the christian church prior to world war 2 certainly prior to 1850 uh was very much up on on the idea of who the jew was uh but uh, beginning in the 1830s 40s and certainly beginning around 1900 all that began to change, and it was kicked into overdrive uh, hmm. by the Jews taking advantage of World War II. So, you know, for the last, uh, going on now, 200 years, the church has been slowly corrupted from the inside out. Uh, I didn't know it this... was that
1: long ago. Oh, uh, yes,
4: it was. As far back uh, as the
1: 18th? 18...
4: Eight, about 1830 is when this infection started creeping into the church. Um uh, and I, I would go into some detail here, but I, I don't think this is the time or place very, very to do that. But almost 200 years now, this this virus has, has crept into the church, and it has really uh, sort of speeded up since World War II. And the church now has become basically neutered uh, as far as defending our white Western culture and civilization of which it, at one time, was a central focus, a central part of that 's why what? we used yeah. to call europe that 's why we used to call Europe christendom, you know the kingdom right. the kingdom of Christ um, and it has abandoned that, and now it's being overrun and I think that 's a punishment and when Europe gets back to worshipping the true and living God, and America gets back to doing the same thing in my opinion. Then we may have a chance to survive, but until then, God is punishing us, and rightly so, I believe.
1: Doctor Hill, but there are many churches. You don't think you could appeal to, to one? There are so many denominations. That would well, unfortunately,
4: appear. unfortunately, most of those denominations have been poisoned. I have, I was, for example, for many years a member of one of the most conservative, traditionalist, pro-Southern uh protestant denominations in existence and i left that church about oh almost three years ago when they started telling me that i needed to have muslims living with me and i needed to be uh giving them uh my support and i needed really to be amazing. understanding who they were and what their worldview was and uh, I, I just said you're crazy I'm not doing this, and I'm not coming to your church anymore for suggesting it. Well, we need to
1: find other high level figures like the Dalai Lama to speak out. I can't think of anyone else right now. Too bad me. Um, <laughs> I don't know anyone else
4: who's speaking out on our behalf either. Uh, God bless him for doing it because he's absolutely right. But I, I'm not waiting, I'm not holding my breath for the Pope or any major Protestant uh, religious figure to do that anytime soon. They would be literally crucified by the Jew press. Oh,
1: my gosh. Well, we'll drop that one for now. I don't (laughs) know if you... Just some other little tidbits I wanted to share. Did you see uh, Bolsonaro, Bolsonaro, the right-wing candidate in Brazil, got stabbed?
4: Yes, I saw that. I certainly did. That's not surprising to me. Did
1: you see the photograph of the man that stabbed him?
4: No, I haven't seen it. Who he was it? Just
1: like Obama. He's Obama's twin. It's so funny. Wow.
4: How about that?
1: <laughs> you can see that on the red elephant. <laughs>
4: yeah, that's kind of scary.
1: It is weird.
4: <laughs> yeah, really.
1: <laughs>
2: okay.
4: Maybe, the, okay, devil. We got Maybe to... the devil incarnate.
3: We have Lieutenant Dand is requesting the microphone again.
1: Good Lord, please no, no.
6: Well, uh, give him a chance to
3: say something here. Yeah.
6: Okay. Hey, that late lady, that's not nice. Come on. I'm trying to be helpful here. Um, Dr. Hill, uh, why didn't you ask uh, tell people to read up on Buddhism? I mean, we got attacked by the Buddhists. That was the first thing. But instead, you said read David Irving. I agree. Read David Irving, but as an activist, I, I, in my opinion, I just sounded like a neo-Nazi and the best thing that happened to me is listening to World War II vets, but why didn't you tell people, especially young people getting on board, why didn't to study up on Buddhism?
4: Because I don't know anything about Buddhism, sir, and I don't feel qualified to, to tell anybody to study it or not, because I don't know anything about it much myself. I, 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 I can't read your mind, Dr. Hill, but in my opinion, it's because
6: television taught us that World War two is against the philosophies of Nazism, and it wasn't. So we became experts in Nazism. We played into their game. We sounded like neo-Nazis, and uh, and for my activism, the best thing that has ever did was uh, start listening to World War two vets and all the movies and television shows before the 1960s, and. Uh, that's that's just I just wanted to add that I do need to go I got to get to work and I sure love listening to you guys.
4: All right, thank you, sir.
6: You, you, bet. God bless. you bet.
3: God bless. Okay, well, thank you, Lieutenant Dan. Uh, Doctor Hill, uh, I would, I would. There's, there's a question that's running around in my head here. I just got to sure. get out, sure. and sure. that is, are, aren't there organizations, volunteer organizations, who are trained? Uh, licensed and bonded uh to act as security
4: uh, of course yes but they cost money
3: right well i would, i just seemed to me like that would be something well worth donating to 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 uh to get to get a group uh of volunteers uh willing to act as security uh, in in the long run, it, it seems to me like it'd be a lot less expensive than than trying to pay off these these uh, pseudo political gangsters that are, that are try, trying to rob uh, uh, our
4: our people. You know, when they want to exercise. Here, here, I, I agree with you, but here here's the problem with that. See, when they when they come on the scene, they have automatic state authority. They can't be held responsible for their actions. Uh, I guess you could you could sue them probably, but. Uh, if, any, if any of our people who are private, they would consider to be private citizens, uh, went out there and did something uh, violent uh, to protect us, then they, they could be brought into a court of law as a common criminal without any state protection. And see, that, that, that's, the, that's the game that they run here. We've, we've got security within the League of the South. Who is as well trained or better trained than anything the state of Tennessee can put out in, in in the field to protect us? But we don't have the protection of the state, and therefore any of our individuals, for example, who busted some Antifa heads to protect us, they could be they could be tried as a as a private citizen and uh, brought up on criminal charges, whereas a recognized policeman or law enforcement officer would have the protection of the state. Uh, and that is the crux of the matter right there, sir. I don't disagree with you. We have, we have our own security. It's just not recognized as such. And we, we would be treated just like a common individual would be treated if we went in there and started busting people's heads, um, which is you know, what it, what it might take uh, to, to protect us. From these people, so they've well, got you, know, you in a they've got you in a bind here, one way or the other.
2: You know, I, I've been to several times. I was in the the courthouse one day picking up some papers, a case I was involved in, and a guy was there and he was getting his concealed carry permit because he was Donald Trump's personal bodyguard. Okay, so and I've been to uh, an event where a white nationalist, kind of more like an alt right guy had his own personal bodyguard. What rights does that own personal bodyguard have? And if if there's a license to be had to become a personal bodyguard,
4: maybe somebody needs to get one. You can get licensed to be private security where you have some kind of legal protection. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's it's not the degree of legal protection that a law enforcement officer has. A law enforcement officer is ipso facto an agent of the state therefore he automatically has that legal cover and protection a private a private security person can apply for some and receive it but he never has the complete coverage and protection of the state like that and if you're just a private citizen you sure as hell don't uh you, you uh you're subject to to being uh, sued or brought, have criminal charges brought against you uh, if exactly. you go too far, far in in the defense of yourself or anyone else. Exactly. But if you are a licensed bodyguard, if there is such a
2: thing, I don't even know if there is. But you know, it occurs to me that what we're talking about right here happened back somewhere in 1920s when the the government abdicated its responsibility to protect people that were standing for the rights of their country. And when the government abdicated their authority to do that, they turned it over to the people in the street that were called Antifa. And then ultimately, a private personal bodyguard sprung up called the SA. And then the regular police became irrelevant because they handled it on their own. It, it appears we're going in that
4: direction. I mean, this is, this, isn't this history repeating itself like right now in front of our eyes? It could be, sir. This could be the American equivalent of the Weimar Republic of the 1920s. And you're mm-hmm. right. Uh, when the streets become unsafe like that and the official uh, law enforcement personnel either can't or won't protect citizens, it becomes necessary for citizens to form groups to protect themselves, and that's why governments well you know that's why governments outlaw private military forces is because they don't want any competition uh, competition for military or competition on the law enforcement side of it either. That's why they outlaw private organizations like that that uh, that could do their jobs because they don't want the competition, and that's why they will come down hard with their laws on top of you. Certain states, I think Florida is one, you can't even do paramilitary training with weapons. Uh, you you can in states like Alabama, but I don't think you can do that in Florida. Uh, and that just goes to show you the state has a monopoly on violence, and it means to keep it. Well, I think when you get up in the Panhandle area, I, I don't know if that, that really would apply in the state of Florida. That well, that's it's what, it's what I've been told so sir. I may I may be wrong, but I've been told that the entire state of Florida uh is an area where you cannot uh you know do paramilitary organization armed or par- mm-hmm. paramilitary training armed. So Well, it may it may have changed, you know. I left Florida more than 10 years ago. So Yeah. It's, it uh, it may have. That's just what I'm told, Sir, I'm not an expert on Florida law, but uh I, I do know some people who are. But, in, uh, you, you, in, in, in spite of
2: all of that, I mean, we are looking at right now what happened in Germany in, in the 1920s. And it, it almost fits the mold
1: perfectly.
2: It does, Why sir. He, I it mean, does. Hitler went to jail. Did the leader of Antifa go to jail in the same time period? Probably not.
4: I don't so think there take, is a leader, one so leader. They
2: take, uh,
4: there probably is. I think there is a leader of those people. I think, well, I think there's a finance financier, but you know, finance, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, well, you know the, you'll never to that, get to him.
2: Yeah, but again, they have their they have their organizational, what hierarchies? I guess you know they got people out there with propaganda. You know they got people out there doing recruitment. You know they got people out there developing the, the tactics you use in the street to surround a Confederate monument and yeah, they hide do. it from view while they undermine the masonry structure of the monument and then pull it over. That's they, you know. Somebody organized that. Somebody, somebody oh, sure thought about
4: that. Sure they so, did. But you, you won't know who it is.
2: Yeah, you, you may. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I, I hear that in in view of what's going on with the Goodwin trial and Ramos, and uh, you know, we have uh, we have situations where people have been doxed. The people in the jury were doxed. The people, the people that were in the streets that had their picture taken, they were doxxed. Mm-hmm. A lot of our people know where these people live
4: and where they work and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, we've done so, a good, very good job of doxing these anti people, but it's very hard to find a leader. I mean, you can find some local, local leaders uh, like that, but to find a centralized chain of command uh, is very difficult to do because they are very, very uh, localized in their activities, and that is uh that is probably a strength for them right now well, you know like
2: i said i I just see history unfolding right before my eyes and and everything you just anybody that pays attention to what's going on in the streets, everybody that has' been in the streets and now you have Tennessee that we've said has given us excellent protection. Now they want to charge us for the protection that we should be entitled to.
1: Yeah, and if that's you, right. Well, if,
2: you, if, you, if you're yeah, not going
4: to give us the protection
2: that we we're entitled to, then we're entitled to do the protection for ourselves.
4: Well, that's what free men do, sir. I can't disagree with you. But there will be a price to be paid for it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. There will be a price to be paid for it. They will not yeah. let you protect yourself. Well...
2: I, I don't, you know, it all depends on the region. A lot of the regions that we're in, people that are in
4: law enforcement would be right on board with, with everything we're talking about. And, well, of course uh, I mean, they, they would. Pardon? Of course they would. But law enforcement has been politicized. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while you know 90% of the rank-and-file law enforcement officers may be on our side, those elected or appointed officials at the top are not. And they're the ones who sign the paychecks. Yeah, but it's it, at one point in time that's going to end. Yes, it at will, point sir. Point it will point end, point. and probably sooner rather than later. hmm
2: Well, we're cutting into the uh, Stormfront show, so I think we'd better wrap it up today, and maybe uh, we'll see, talk to each other Monday, Doctor Hill, All and right. everybody else.
4: Yeah, we'll have a rep- I- I'll have a report for you on Monday for what happens this weekend. Okay. All right, y'all have a good All one. Right.
3: Thank you, Father Francis. Thank you, Dr. Hill, and thank you to all the callers. And uh, we'll see you Monday. Good show.
0: Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done.